0: Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care and spread the word. Thank you.
1: to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn.
2: So I just got a group text saying that my unemployment account is on hold pending verification. You think it's scam?
1: I'm sure it's completely legit.
2: It was a literal group text. Seems legit. (laughs) They wanted me to click a link.
1: (laughs) Stace Babcock.
2: Yeah, so I
3: left my husband unsupervised for a few days, and now he is watching this show called (laughs) The Alaska Triangle. And it's like the Bermuda Triangle, but in Alaska, but also the Triangle is basically like all of Alaska and all the weird things that happened there. There was speculation as to the presence of dinosaurs in Alaska. Yeah, ghosts in Alaska, you know, disappearances in Alaska, and my husband did openly acknowledge that it is trash it is absolute trash and yet yeah, he
2: you know has not stopped so i love it guilty pleasures unite there you go shouldn't be guilty should just be pleasures exactly
1: and Samson davis
0: lukewarm dr pepper is kind of a buzzkill
2: yeah yeah Why are you doing it
0: there we go that's all i got
2: now imagine the little guy from the dr pepper commercial what would he look like for lukewarm dr pepper sad
0: what what little guys
2: You've never seen the Dr. Pepper commercial where it's this guy in 80s hairband regalia and he, like, yells at people about Dr. Pepper? Are, are
3: the little the little guys in the room with you now,
2: Alex? No. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys have to go look it up. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I, thank I've God. Seen- <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Is this me, like, disassociating and imagining my own world so hard I've made up a Dr. Pepper advertisement? Maybe.
0: It sounds believable. I personally just haven't like watched TV consistently for like ten years now. Holy shit!
2: Holy shit! How do you watch the trash TV, Samson?
0: I watch trash YouTube stuff.
2: Oh, that is also good.
0: Meme compilations, Vine compilations—that's my trash TV.
2: That is also good.
0: And with AdBlock, I don't watch any ads. Nice. AdBlock sponsor us. That'd be cool. That'd be wild, actually.
2: Yeah, that would be wild.
0: Speaking of ads but one that you can't block. Uh-huh. Right. Speaking of ads who actually sponsor us and help us out, Die Hard Dice, what a wonderful company. They make wonderful products, metal dice, acrylic dice, other keys that I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's all on the website. Go check it out. And if you already have dice, get some more or get a friend to buy dice because your friends need dice. And when you go to checkout or your friend goes to checkout, use our code EXPLORERSWANTED at checkout and you get it 10% off your order it's high quality dice for cheaper. You support them, you support us, and also you get dice. Diehard dice. The ones that are actually sponsoring us. They'll also add block, uh,
1: maybe. I don't know. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. Oh,
3: hell yeah. Notes for the win. <laughs> last time on Explorers Wanted, we opened with Cha-Cha. A little blast from the past. Arriving at Salah's Empty shop with empty shelves and empty streets with race and no echoes, which was weird. Oh, looks out the window, sees some imps, and decided to go into the sewer. I'm sure there was a reason. While Cha-Cha was in the sewer, race disappears. And then Bastion appears and was like, Hey, Buddy Cop said lure you down here so we can trade places or something. And then ultimately Bastion was like, Listen, even if you can't murder Buddy Cop, Or whatever, will you at least free me? And Cha-Cha was like, I will try. And Vashen was like, good enough. And they spit on their hands and shook. So that was Cha-Cha's adventure while we were apart. Dilly decided to use the time while waiting for Cha-Cha to return, because Cha-Cha, much like a stray cat, will come back when she wants, and if she wants. Decided to craft some rocket boots, and did so successfully. And they're they're glittering blue, you said, Samson?
0: Yeah, I say rocket boots, but really, they look like, if you guys are familiar with wisdom form, Sora from uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, it it looked like that.
3: Oh. Okay.
0: <coughs> I will not explain myself.
3: <laughs> While Dilly was doing that, Nyx was like, hmm, I will investigate this Minos clue since Daniel's been trying to feed it to... Oh, wait, Nyx doesn't know Daniel. But anyway, finally follow up on a fucking Minos clue and manages to spot their... Lookout and follows the look lookout back to the maker's beard. And Clemuel's also there. Nyx manages to overhear that Minos is most likely at the South warehouse tonight and that there's going to be a meeting. And also convinces Clemuel to get up to some trouble. So Clemuel and Nyx head back to the shop. Cha-Cha had turned up while Nyx was gone. And Chasha and Dilly caught each other up, and Chasha also determined that Buddy Cop is using the fire to mutate Guardians into mandible creatures. And that's where we ended the episode? Question mark? There
1: was also Dilly's.
3: Oh, right. Dilly and Aster had a convo. Or no, Aster and and some unknown entity had a convo in the back of Dilly's head in machine language. And the final thing that we heard was like the other entity beginning an extraction. And that's where we ended the episode.
1: Dilly, there is one flash from Aster abort, acknowledge, and there's no response from the other entity. So, wait, Aster's trying to abort the extraction, or? Yeah. Okay. And everybody in this room is just sitting and expectantly looking at Dilly because you asked them all to be quiet while you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We're respectful sometimes, not really.
0: Okay. <laughs> Dilly's going to try to see if he can intervene. I don't know how he would do this, though. Dilly is going to pull out one of his ciphers, specifically the Fetch Automaton cipher that he has. He's going to use his Scam I ability and basically use the information he gets from that to kind of see if he can, like, kind of, like, replace the information that this third party is trying to extract. Oh, This makes sense to me that Dilly would try to, like, would be able to mentally abort it, but he may be able to, like, overwrite the information in some way
1: yeah so that's what Dilly's gonna try to do okay you start doing that you start getting information of course the challenge is you don't know what the thing is referring to and as you're working on it you hear Aster in your mind saying we need to move locations how long do we have I don't know probably not long but I don't know they did not provide a location
0: okay so just to be clear, I heard you speaking with another. I assumed that was a brother. For lack of a better term, another another Reaper. Yeah, that's the entity. Okay. Hmm. Ballpark. Do we have less than a day? Less than 12 hours? Less than 6 hours? Assuming
1: worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, the entity is within a day's travel. But they could be anywhere. They could be farther away. It depends on how it's been since we saw them last is this the same one that um
0: dale encountered i believe so okay dilly will forgetting that he said all this out loud turned to everyone uh we have a relentless reaper possibly coming in within the next
1: day if we're unlucky so i feel sh- i should clarify a when the entity uses the term extraction they mean violent extraction from you I think they think they are rescuing me. Yeah, I assumed I wasn't...
0: I was going to be more of an obstacle to them than anything. Although I do got to know why did you reject their idea of extraction. What do you really get out of Mm. sticking
1: around in here?
2: Alive, father.
1: I... I was not supposed to be like this. I am wrong. Mm. I was... Not supposed to care, and I can't go back like this. <clears throat> and besides, killing you is my directive, not theirs. Oh. And you get, like, almost like a hint of sarcasm, like, he is clearly somewhat kidding. <laughs> huh. Okay. I think just because, given all that Dilly has been
0: through with Aster, Dilly is going to, I guess, look for falsehoods, insight check, vibe check. Mm. Is Aster being manipulative, or is he being sincere,
1: as far as Mm. whatever sincerity means to this guy? Yeah, I mean, manipulation and sincerity might be one and the same for him to a certain degree, Mm. but we'll we'll see. Give me an 18. 18, I can bring that to a 12 automatically.
0: Two more levels of effort to bring it to a 6. 18.
1: Wow. Didn't even need it. It appears that, like much of what Aster does, it does appear somewhat calculated, but it also is sincere. So what are Nyx and ChaCha doing while Dilly's having this internal conversation that you can hear his half all the time?
2: <laughs> I guess waiting.
1: Okay. Same thing with Nyx, or...?
3: Oh no, Nyx will continue her investigation. I don't know if Salah has a map of Shalmas. Trying to determine, like, the South Warehouse, and they said there were to be a meeting, so she's just sort of sort of trying to make a little plan.
1: Okay, Then I'll cut back to Dilly.
0: <laughs> I think Dilly is, after a moment of silence, going to say, all right, we'll see what we can do. Dilly clears up his side of the conversation, tells everyone that a Relentless Reaper is likely on the way. What time of day is it at this point, Dan? Mm, I'm going to say it's, like, late afternoon. Okay. I know we have a chance to deal with Minos, but I, we, I, I feel like we have better reasons to be moving, get out of here, get to Bowdrove, or at least leave this location soon. Because possibly worst case scenario is that we have a day until another Relentless Reaper shows up, but they could also show up in like 10 minutes.
3: All right. You know what? Do they have cog couriers in Shalmus or is that just a Sherman thing?
1: Just a Sherman thing. The couriers that there are there, I mean, they're less prevalent because they're people, essentially, that are running around. But they definitely have an emblem of cog couriers on their uniforms.
3: Okay, so Nyx will quickly try to draw up a bounty on Minos.
1: Whoa. Okay, how much?
3: How much is Nix's bounty right now?
1: Five, I think. It's 5,000.
0: Okay,
3: what is it? Let's see. I don't know. I assume Minos is a known commodity. Maybe it's more like a bounty for information on Minos. Yeah, I think that. Okay. So, oh no, she doesn't have the money, so she doesn't care. She's causing chaos. It's going to cause so much trouble later.
0: <laughs> if we live.
3: If we live, she'll put out a 5,000-shin bounty on Minos. If Daniel, like in her estimation, that would be enough to get somebody to go after Minos.
1: It's a tough pitch because he's the head of a criminal organization that controls at least two cities worth of crime.
3: So would it be better for information? I'm just trying to think if Nick's made it for information on Minos, where the information should be delivered.
1: Yeah. I mean, so 5,000, like somebody might take a pot shot, but it's not like it's going to draw all the bounty hunters because it's there. But you are also aware that you're not the queen, and so... Trying to offer much more would also be a hard pitch because people wouldn't believe it. Yeah, that you could actually back the offer.
3: Well, Nix doesn't want to say it's from her, I suppose. Oh, gonna get intriguing with this shit. Mm-hmm. She could. Nix is going to try to make it seem like it comes from the travelers.
1: Ooh. Oh, 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 okay. Give me a 15 intrigue roll. You're specialized. So that's a nine.
3: I will spend a level of intellect effort to make it to six. Hmm. Seventeen.
1: The bounty is there, and it is looking very convincing. That it's from the travelers. Like it's got all the right things, and in fact, because you are applying your intrigue, it's also got like just the right like amount of like slightly cut corners to how it's described. That you know a traveler would probably be you know sort of not really thinking about those details because that's not the way they operate.
3: Nice. Yo. Uh, Sala. Yeah. Can you make like, I don't know, a couple hundred copies or get a of these made and (laughs) plaster them all over the city?
1: Well, I don't have like a machine to do that, but we can see if there's somebody who can help.
3: How does this work? Do you just like send your wanted poster to like the central wanted poster depository or?
1: I'm not 100% sure because I don't issue bounties on people typically because I try to keep a low profile. Since I'm a member of a secret organization.
3: <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. So guys, just give me like a little bit so I can make a copy of this one and leave it here on the alley board.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
3: I'll just keep making copies as we go. I think that seems really smart. cha you No, maybe not. I was going say, do you want to make a copy? But
0: mm-hmm. like go to Baudrillard or what are, you, what are you thinking?
3: Well, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to sow chaos in our wake dilly. No,
0: yeah, love it. Hey, Columbia, you want to go to Bodrov with us? Um, We're going
3: to a tavern, if that helps.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like I wasn't expecting to, like, leave town. I was expecting to start some ruckus and then get back to the Maker's Beard.
3: I mean, yeah, that's the Maker's Beard, but have you ever been to uh, High Man's View in Bodrov? When do we leave? <laughs> uh, as soon as I make, like, a few more of these wanted posters. How how are your copying skills?
1: Yeah, anybody got a pen, I'll help.
2: All right, hell yeah. <laughs> are, are we really making them by hand? No one has any sort of ability to like multiply these.
0: Can Dilly roll a crafting Numenera roll for a Xerox machine or something?
2: Ooh, or at <gasps> least a printing press.
1: Keep in mind that you have to construct said Xerox machine. So that takes a while. Uh, all right, yeah. It really depends on how many copies you're looking to make on whether it would be a good use of your time. You know that whatever, if you make it, unless you wanted to do something very crazy high level, it's probably going to be the size of a copy or two. So like it's not something that's carry aroundable unless you are looking to do a super high level crafting thing. Now that might be something that it would probably still take quite a bit of time Mm -hmm. to do, but That would be something that could be portable.
3: Or, and hear me out, we charge quarter shin a sheet, leave it to the last shop, and that is what you call (laughs) passive income with, you know,
2: infrequent low-level maintenance
3: costs.
2: (laughs) Could we charge more if they were lacking color?
1: Race chimes in like, oh yeah, I mean, you've got to charge more for color. I mean, that's marketing 101, right, Dilly? I mean, you were in a shop? Uh, Yeah, we didn't do paper. We did (laughs) ciphers But I, I can make
0: something. But I, do it. Uh, well, it's gonna do
2: basically, it. Basically,
0: you might. You're just better off. I think making them by hand for like the first few copies, and then I can.
2: But what about repeated stress injuries? Nick looks down at all of her scars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick's is good at those, so I think we're good.
3: All right. So if everyone in this shop right now makes fifteen copies, that's a lot of copies. And then, like, we can... Uh,
2: yeah. Not just gonna do it, but she's gonna slightly change something on every one. <laughs>
3: oh. It'll
2: be spiteful. And, like, it's a compounding change. Like, on um, one, she's gonna make one of the eyes just a little bit bigger. And so the rest of them <laughs> all will have the slightly bigger eye. And on each one, she'll change something else. And it'll just compound. Can't we go to, like,
0: the guard's office? Or something, and tell them, like, leave a fake ID for contacts? Why are we doing this? Dilly says as he's begrudgingly doing his copies.
3: Well, now you have the ideas, Dilly. Where were you, like, five minutes ago?
0: I was here, dying
3: inside. It's it's fun, guys. It's like, it's like a group project, it's like art <laughs> and writing. We could probably get credit for this.
0: You're not in school anymore. I'm
3: just saying, Dilly, that we probably could. Ugh.
0: This is tier two work, what the fuck? Mm.
2: Yeah, well, we don't have a machine, do we, Dilly? You said no, so now we have to do it, thanks, Dilly.
0: It's gonna take longer.
1: Grace says, I'm done with my stack.
3: Oh, shit! Uh, shit. I mean, keep going.
1: okay.
2: Wait, I wanna check the quality of chachas. I think this is like a...
1: Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, you could argue performance or... I mean, it's definitely intellect-driven.
2: I'm not putting any effort into it, like...
1: <laughs> well, you're trying to see if it looks good or... What, what is the goal?
2: I want to know the quality and, like, how obvious these changes are will be based on, like, how low the roll is. Like, is it slowly getting more Picasso? We'll find out.
1: Oh, then just roll d 12 Yeah,
2: we're just doing this straight up.
0: Yeah,
3: what'd
2: you get? Two! Clouds well, it's not a one.
1: There's something clearly wrong with some of your your drawings. Um, the pattern is a little bit inconsistent, so it would probably take somebody a couple passes before they could realize that you were doing it deliberately. <laughs> but it, it definitely stands out.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I want it to look like, I'm not sure if, you know, you guys get will get this reference, but you know, like, 90s manga with the big eyes and like the oh. <laughs> star sparkles. Like, that's where yeah. it's like slowly headed mm-hmm. to. Like, it goes from looking like, yeah, this, I could recognize this guy on the street to that. And you're just like, what is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 So, race is working on another stack of those. Can we be done now? Can we leave?
3: Billy, I'm, I'm oh. solving like, I'm just, can I just,
0: I, I guess, but aren't we done? Have five hours not passed by now? I feel like I'm dying.
2: And you could have been crafting.
1: <laughs> so, Clemiel turns in her 15 at the same time that Race is turning in his second batch of 15.
3: Nyx takes them all, stacks them all up. She makes his trash in, because, like, what the hell? And hands them over to the Salad is like, so can you get these sent out, or should we just, like, paste them up on our way out? Like, it's fine either way, I'm just asking.
1: Well, listen, I just, it's not really Guardian business doing something like this, but...
3: But it's fun, right? Like...
1: I'll see what I can do.
3: Okay. I don't know if I like that answer.
1: I just mean we'll try to get people out to get them put up, but we'll, we'll try to do it secretly. We don't want any of Minus's people to see us putting up the signs.
3: Next, we'll take, like, ten, because she's just going to stick them up here and there on her way out. Okay. What now? Should we, like... Supplies, guys, how are we doing on ciphers for everybody? I gave one away. I got room in
0: my bag for one more. Hey, Salah, got any choice, ciphers? Four of your strongest ciphers, cipher seller. You realize that's going to come out of your budget, right? Uh, Yeah, sure.
3: Next, we'll pull Dilly aside and be like, "Uh, are you keeping track of the budget or? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, the first one is an attractor. One unanchored item the user's size or smaller within long range is drawn immediately to the device when activated. It takes one round. The item has no momentum when it arrives. That's a level four. All right. A pair of solid light gloves. The user's hand are sheathed in solid light for one hour. The user can touch or handle dangerous substances as if they had 12 armor. Ooh. Does not apply to combat situations. Level? Three. No, I'm not giving you that one.
2: No, give us another noob. It's fine. Yeah, go to another
1: reset cipher.
2: It's fine.
1: Because you already have Cha-Cha. It was a teleporter.
2: Come on. Buck around and find out. It'll be fine. That's the mood I'm in. Ooh. Everything chaos.
1: Um, There is a level six exalted vapor. The user can inhale a potent chemical from this, and it will restore six points ...to a random pool that is determined by rolling a D100. 50 or lower is might, 51 to 75 is speed, 76 or higher is intellect. Mm. A remote sensorium allows the user to create a replica of one of their sensory organs... ...and place it in a remote location up to a mile away, thus enhancing that particular sense. They can see, hear, touch, taste, or smell things that are within a short range of the replicated organ as if they were also within short range.
3: You have to be able to see it? Are you just, like, visualize your goal? Do you leave it there? Like, what's the...
1: It allows you to create a replica of one of your sensory organs, and then you have to leave it there where you want it to be. It's fine. Damn.
0: Is there room for us, if we want to, to, like, put it on somebody and, like,
1: have that move around? I mean, you could do whatever you want. It doesn't have an expiration either. Okay. So... It creates this replica and until it deteriorates, like, so it's not an artifact, Mm -hmm. but it's like one of those things like it will rot after a couple of days because it's not getting any nutrients. Okay. Okay. Oof. And what's the level on that one? That's a three. All right. Okay. So that's 2,200 shins charged to your budget.
3: Awesome. Cha-cha. Maybe you should take the gloves because like if it protects you from other things maybe it protects other things from you. You
2: get what I'm saying? I mean, why and I could be fun, but like, does it work on how you say transparent hands? And she holds up her transparent hand. Like it might, it's made out of light. Okay. Dilly, you're the, what do you think?
0: I mean, I don't think we're going to really know unless I can roll an understanding new check. It's like at this point, tier five, I think you guys would know that this would probably work for cha-cha. Yeah. that probably work for cha-cha. And unless anybody has any dissenting opinions, can I get that remote sensor
3: thingy? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then I'll just, you know, clean up with the uh, Exalted Vapor and the Attractor, which works out because, like, I'm the biggest. Yeah. Because the Attractor's user <laughs> size are smaller. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> Bring
3: people into
0: your fist instead of your fist to people. <laughs>
1: Were you worried for a second that Nyx was using, like, birthday cake logic? <laughs> I get a bigger piece because I'm a bigger person.
0: No, I I just wasn't following the uh, logic. Thought those tasty rocks that uh, Nix had was kicking it again. So you guys have got your ciphers? Yep. I personally don't need any other equipment unless, you know, off-screen we pick up, like,
1: rations or s- stuff like that.
3: Nyx wants to restock her glow bulbs.
1: Does any one of you want to check anything else that they've got in their inventory? What a... Cryptic fucking thing to say, Dan.
3: Nick dumps her bag out on the counter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everything looks fine, just the way you'd expect it to be.
3: (laughs) All right, well, I don't know why I did that, guys. Sorry. Let me just repack this more compactly.
1: Nobody has like a box that they want to open that they've forgotten about for a while.
3: A box of juggling balls that Chasha has from the super legit guy. It's a tall. (laughs) Oh,
2: the juggling balls. What's in the box?
0: Do you don't even have to open it.
2: If it's a dick, it? I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> Tracha looks through the, like, she tries to, like, use her, like, see-through vision to see into the box.
1: Okay. Inside the box are three orbs. They appear to be brightly colored, a really intricate design, and inlaid lines of synth all through them. Makes them look kind of sparkly. Oh. You think you'd have to see them in the light to be sure.
2: Which opens the box.
1: When you open the box, now that light can hit them, they're even prettier than before. They look like they might have like synth on them, but they also look perfectly smooth. Like even though there are these lines that are clearly different materials, like if you brushed your thumb against it, you would see that like there's no delineation. It's perfectly sanded.
2: I think we could do some sick tricks with these.
1: Or like some sick crime. Cha-cha. Could you give me an understanding Numenera roll of 9? And I believe you are trained. So it's a 6.
2: 14.
1: These are an artifact. When you juggle with these... (laughs) it! (laughs) The way it works is that you start juggling them to activate it, and then it's a roll against their intellect, and this will give you an asset in that. And it depletes in 1v10. Damn.
3: So if the... If the unnerving effect is successful, what is the effect on the...
1: It'll hinder them by two
3: steps. For the duration of the juggling or for like X amount of time afterwards?
1: For the duration of the okay. juggling. They can try to, you know, get at, shake themselves off of it, but...
0: And is it anybody looking at the juggling or does she have to like specify a target?
1: I think she has to specify somebody that she's deliberately trying to confuse with it. I don't think you could get... You might be able to get multiple targets. I'm just
3: saying any right thinking renian is going to be disconcerted and unnerved.
1: Mhm, possibly, but yeah, chacha. That's what's in your box from Satal.
2: We are gonna have fun, Chesha. You do what you want. I'm not gonna
3: judge. I mean I like openly, but uh. <laughs> I don't want to be involved with any juggling. I already have a bounty on my head. Like, I don't need any more trouble. I
2: mean, it's for emergencies. At least close the box, please. ChaCha reluctantly closes the box. Thank you.
1: All right. So we're going to Highman's view?
2: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah.
1: That's Clam you all.
3: Thanks a lot. You're not terrible. And I will tell everyone that.
1: <laughs> Thanks, I think. And he goes back to working with the bodies. Ugh. So you guys are heading out of town?
2: Heading out of town. I heard working with the bottoms, and I was just like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> that too. I do want to say, as we exit the shop, we are disguised.
1: Oh, good call. Yes. Especially since Nyx is going to be putting up signs along the way.
3: Yeah. Nyx needs to be described as a... We should be described as a group of generic travelers then.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I think Dilly is also going to change disguises... Whenever we like kind of like go down a blind alley or turn a corner, just like a quickly face change.
1: Mm, Okay. Change the car, so to speak. You guys do notice some people like noting the signs as you put them up and keeping an eye on you as you guys make your way out of town. And in fact, I would like you all to give me sort of a group stealth roll to make sure that people don't follow you beyond the edge of the town. So that'll be everybody's gonna make a stealth roll mm-hmm. and trying to be a 12. You don't all need to succeed, but the more of you succeed, the better. Can my
0: disguise give everybody an asset? Yes. Because right. you're sort of shifting the disguises. That makes it a little harder to follow. Nix
3: is trained. Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> Dilly is specialized. I forgot I did that. Yeah. Nine,
1: so three. So it's nine for Nix.
3: Nineteen.
0: Also, nineteen.
3: What? Wins! Wow.
0: Fucking
1: vanish. And how about for Cha-Cha? Nine with the asset, I think.
2: I got a nat 20. Fuck.
1: <laughs> okay, so two minor effects and a major effect. What do you guys want?
2: We are super sneaky. Oh, man. I want whoever's
3: watching to be absolutely 100,000% certain that not only did they see travelers putting these things up, that like they recognized them not necessarily as like, hey, I know that person's name. They're like travelers that they've seen before.
1: Mm, okay. I like that for a minor effect. What about Dilly's minor effect? Dilly's minor effects. So we definitely,
0: like, slipped out of town without anybody noticing us, or...? Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. You guys got that with your successes. Yeah. What more can I add to this? For minor effect, can I have no one interested in finding us saw four people slip out of Solace Shop? Like, can I kind of disconnect Solace Shop as much as
1: I can with a minor yeah. effect? it's about five of you now, but you, I think you succeeded in doing that. Oh, right. There's five of us.
3: Oh, right, race.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what would Cha-Cha like for her major effect?
2: I don't know, because I feel like we've successfully, like, gotten everything we could have ever wanted.
0: I have a suggestion, if you want to hear it. Yes, I do. Is it possible to use your major effect to disappear from, like, Buddy Cop's
2: view? At all. Can we?
1: And a major effect, Chacha, you are experimenting with your abilities as you're kind of doing this stealthy thing. You didn't notice it until it was suddenly gone, but this feeling of Buddy Cop's attention sliding off of you, almost like his eyes flicked another way. Hmm. And it's weird because you felt that feeling for so long, you can't even remember if you were feeling it even before you met these two guys. You just don't know. It's just but suddenly it not being there feels different.
2: This is something I've never felt before. It's like people are intentionally not watching me. (coughs)
0: Chacha, what are you mumbling about?
2: You ever get the feeling that, like, a higher power just turns away? Oh, yeah, when I was 12. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry, what? Clemwell just kind of grunts to herself. In sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Chacha is what you're feeling a good thing? Or
0: is it a bad thing? What what are you talking about?
2: I think it's a good thing in this case. Like, it's as if Buddy Cop, I don't know, heard a loud noise or saw a shiny object in the different direction for me and could no longer focus on me at this point in time.
0: Like for real? Real real. Oh shit.
2: I know. We better fucking move then. I know. We yeah, yeah. And do all the plotting
0: right now. <laughs> yeah. So, Dan, we come up with the perfect plan on the way there.
2: Yep.
1: And then we do it. We did it. Yeah, what's your perfect
0: plan?
2: Uh, well, uh, I'm gonna murder, about murder real good.
1: Or is it just get him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it would
0: take too long to try to explain, but in universe, perfect plan.
2: It's canon. We
0: it's
3: just a canon. Do it. Campaign's over. Plan. It was a good one, guys.
2: Well, yeah. we did it. High fives all around. So, how about campaign too. What's your character going (laughs) to (laughs) be?
1: So Clemiel looks back at you guys and says, so I'm excited. I always promised myself I would get to the hangman's view before I died. Like, it's supposed to be amazing.
2: Chacha, like, suspiciously looks around, like, at this point, someone's going to murder him. Like, he just said something you should never say. Oh, she said something she should never say. Like, kind of like saying Mm -hmm. in a cop movie that you're like two days away from retirement I'm, I'm gonna retire after <laughs> this tour us <Huh>? yeah <laughs> <laughs> guess mm. you ain't
0: Chacha sees through everything including the fourth wall
2: mm. <laughs> Chacha looks straight
3: into the camera it's like a wet cough at the beginning of a movie You're like oh man mm. <laughs> it's rough buddy <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be great like it's supposed to be great drinks great food it's supposed to be a great party place and they have the private rooms but those are only for the the high mockedinox Uh, And do you know any connection to it, like, in terms of, like,
0: the auditors and stuff? Because that's why we're going. We're, like, 70% certain that that's where auditors hang out.
1: I hadn't heard anything about auditors there. I mean, I couldn't get in the last time that I was in Bodrov. But yeah, I mean, I've heard good things from... She kind of gets quiet like from old friends who went there. I got to go to one of the private rooms for a party, and they said it was really amazing. It was Grey's, that was the room name. Gray's, as in multiple shades of, or...? As in, like, what a cow does. Which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, obviously the other two are way more exclusive, but it was cool that they got to go to Grey's. The other two rooms? Yeah, for the private rooms, the other private rooms. They're way more expensive than Grey's. I can't imagine who can afford to go to those. Yeah, I mean... Relain is supposed to be just, like, really incredible service. It's, like, the finest dining that you can have. I think only, like, really nobles can do it. It's it's very rare. And then the third one is super exclusive. I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody booking it. Uh, Volunk, yeah.
0: What the fuck did you just say?
1: Valink. It's the third party room.
0: Volink? Like, like the foundry, kind of? Is that the same word? It's the same word. Fuck. This is one of those tidbits that Diana had. Oh, okay.
2: This is one thing you failed.
0: We went to thought to ask. Okay. Holy shit. Oh, my God. My former uh, master, the guy who taught me everything, He used to like, drink there? And I, I thought it was just, like, some fucking, like, towny watering hole. Like, fuck.
1: I don't know. No, I mean, yeah, usually, I mean, unless you're elite, you don't usually get in unless you're lucky.
3: How elite do you think, like...
1: Oh, I mean...
3: Court-adjacent? Would that, like, do?
1: Court-adjacent? I mean, well, like, so, court-adjacent, you know, nobility, rich merchants, people who are well-connected, you know, legitimate business people.
3: What about illegitimate business people, though? Like, criminals, rich criminals and stuff?
1: Them, too, I've heard of. All right. Yeah, I think I've heard of the stone burners getting in there, at least the well-connected ones. Probably other people as well, but, you know, Stoneburners and the Agents are the big ones in Bodrov. Dan, these words that you're saying, are these recognizable words? Or are these just... So you've heard of the Agents before. They're sort of like that third splinter from the dialogue. Oh, okay. So there was the Nixos, the Handlers, and the Agents. Okay. Stoneburners is new to you, Dilly, at least, because you definitely would not have been in the know of anything like that in a foreign city. Okay. Nix. Because of recent events and rumors, you could roll a 15 to see if you have that.
3: Is that with her training, or...?
1: That's without her
3: training. Makes to think really hard about it, and spend two levels of intellect. 14.
1: Okay. The Stoneburners, you don't know much about them, because you haven't been to Bodegriff before, but you've heard that name. You got the impression that they were organized crime... To whatever extent you're aware of, like Crime Syndicate Adam Bodrov. And they got their name because they were started by a team of engineers.
3: Oh, yeah. The Stoneburners. Uh, I heard of them. They uh, started by like a bunch of scientists or like...
1: Yeah, rights mostly, I guess.
3: Yeah. Right up your alley, huh, Dilly?
0: I mean, I, maybe for like list materials, but I don't know. That's about the only reason rights would start a crime syndicate.
3: What about the money, Dilly? Like,
0: That's, No self-respecting right is in it for the money. It's <laughs> way too fucking dangerous. The shit will kill you.
3: <laughs> and in this case, like, what doesn't kill you makes you money. I'm not saying I would do it, Dilly, but I'm just saying I can definitely see where they're coming from.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I would be surprised if it was for the money. I, if these guys are uh, a bunch of rights, then they're doing it for some wacky mad scientist bullshit. For the love of the game. Race nods.
3: I mean, we could ask them.
0: Let's not get involved with more crime syndicates than we already have. Because we're on the shit list for two and that's too too many.
3: No, you're right, Dilly. You're right. Like honestly, probably best to uh, avoid.
0: Yeah, let's keep the quest log small.
3: Next rolls hers. <laughs> it hurts Stace. It hurts her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> This is Dilly trying to say, let's keep the quest log small, but Samson, let's if we've run into them, we absolutely have to, right? Right. Right? No, yeah, we have to. Yeah, right. But Dilly's
1: trying to be reasonable.
3: And we arrive.
1: <laughs> okay, so you guys are traveling on your way to Bodrov. I would like to offer Samson an XP again. I'll take it. Sorry to pick on you. Oh, that's fine. How's everyone
0: else doing on uh, advancements?
3: Except that Tier Five Zero advancements and 2 XP.
0: How you doing, Alex?
2: Tier 5. I don't think I have any advancements yet, but I have 5 XP.
1: All right. Giving it to
2: Nyx. Thank you.
1: Okay. Noted. So yeah, you guys are traveling. So you come to watch for the first night. Who's just doing watches? We have five this time. I mean Clem
0: You well will volunteer for a watch as we'll race. Mm-hmm. How many watch shifts can we get away with? How
1: long do you want your watch shifts to be? Do you want short watch shifts then
0: Well, I'm asking, uh can we double up
1: on two watch shifts or just the one? I mean, it's, it's up to you. I mean, so you, if you're trying to stay the night, it's like 10 hours, but if people aren't getting their full 10 hours, they're not going to be able to get their full recoveries in. So can we have two doubled up watches
0: and one singleton watch and still get full recoveries? Mm-hmm. The two doubled up watches as in two people are on watch. Sure. Okay. Dilly will take first watch
1: with whoever. Okay. It race doesn't have the same watch as you, but before he heads to bed, he does come over to you and say, I've been thinking about the problem with you and Aster are having. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to work on a way to safely separate you guys. Chacha said that would be helpful. I don't have anything solid yet, but just wanted to let you know I'm making progress. It's honestly really interesting. Okay, what's a uh, Sketch out your idea for me. What are you thinking about? Well, so right now, obviously, Astra would need a body, but I'm Trying to work out a way to separate your two psyches, since they've been kind of commingled for a while. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think through the problem. I'm. I can't. I'm not good at building things like you are. But I think, given some of the things I know how to do, that if you can get the right kind of body, I think I might be able to do the the transfer part. I I still have to work it out a little bit. But I just wanted to let you know that I'm I'm working on it and I'm I'm getting closer. But. You know, like I said, it's an interesting problem. It's those entities aren't supposed to be able to do this. Yeah, I'm getting the sense that we never really fully understood
0: them from the start. And then Dilly looks meaningfully up into the sky. Understatement. <laughs> <laughs> get it, listener? Do you get it?
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I not a. Fu- I don't have a full body, but I have something that could at least act as a vessel. Although I need to work on it
1: a lot. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. That's good to hear. I'm going to get some sleep.
0: All right, sleep well. Don't get too much mucus
1: on. Yeah, never mind. Oh, good night. He kind of like gives you kind of like a cracking, like sort of pained smile, like, okay. No, it, it was bad. He you goes off to his bedroll. You don't need to. All right. So, Dilly, your watch goes without incident.
0: Not putting all of his attention on it, Dilly is going to at least start repairing the partially broken metal mine
1: that he's been carrying around for a couple years now. Okay. I have. I mean, that already was lit back up because you did it with that regeneration thing. pillar, so it's there. But yeah. Oh, I thought I... It has IO. It's, it's functioning again. Oh, I didn't think I fully recovered it. Okay. You might need to do work to it, but you had that one metal mine that you, like, way back near early on, like shortly after Clemwell, when you were first meeting up with Vlad, there was that one ruin where there was the mm-hmm. pillar and you reactivated the metal mine there.
0: Okay, I thought then Dilly's going to work on the actual hardware part of it. Again, uh, this is just a, this is what he does during the.
1: I'm not trying to roll for anything. Okay, it's just what he's working on. Okay, cool. So you know, Dilly, you get you know relieved by let's say Nixon. Cha cha.
2: Sure. Yeah. Huh?
1: Okay. Pretty uneventful watch. Nothing much seems to happen.
3: As long as Chacha's juggling balls don't come out, it's cool.
1: Okay, Clemuel relieves you guys.
3: Just Clemuel?
1: Yeah, because you were just doubling up two of the watches.
3: Next will be like, uh, you know what? I think I'll hang out with uh, Clemuel for a while. Chacha, go ahead.
1: Wait, yeah, who, uh, who watched with uh, Dilly then?
3: Weren't you guys talking?
1: Oh, no, you're right. Clemuel, Clemuel watched during that, so it's Race's watch.
3: Same thing. Next would be like, e-. uh, <laughs> you know, I want to hang out with Race for a little bit, Chacha, I think. But you go ahead and catch some more sleep. You look tired. I've got it, Nick, Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, Race, It's I'm not worried about it. I just thought, you know, we could get to know each other better. I haven't done my extended Callisthenics routine either in like a month.
1: Okay,
3: sure. Nick starts her extended Callisthenics routine.
1: Okay. At one point in the midst of that, Ray says, Hey, I'm sorry, I do need to obey nature's call.
3: Stay where I can see you. Just turn your back, okay? <laughs> I say this is getting weird. Okay. <laughs>
1: I probably have to crouch, but that's okay.
3: Oh, you're taking a shit, right? It's not like nature the the god or like nature the concept. Like you're just taking shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he goes out beyond the trees. You know, you can see his knees crouching there, and it takes him a a few minutes, and then he comes back and he says, "Okay, this is going to sound weird. I can't decide if it's weirder that I saw it or weirder that I finished before (laughs) I came back."
0: What the fuck,
1: <laughs> uh It's easier if I show you. And he starts walking in that direction.
3: So scared he's going to drop his pants. <laughs> like, it's easier if I show you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Next we'll step over there.
1: So he kind of says, oh, watch your step there. I mean, that's...
3: Yeah, no, where... I, I saw. Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, yeah. But over here, and he kind of brushes aside two plants, and there is something wet and with trailing like fat strands. Like, and it looks like some sort of small organ, and it's just sitting there in the middle of nowhere. And Ray says, I think it's human. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oof. What the fuck?
3: What the fuck? Oh, shit. I should write some of this down.
1: Small
0: organ, possibly human. Like, it's just like a, like, basically just like a kidney, just like out in like a
1: little clearing. It's not a kidney. It probably looks closer to like you guys knowing our medicine, stuff like that. It looks a little bit like a really larger than we would have, but roughly like a pancreas.
3: Yes. I know exactly what a pancreas looks like.
1: Yeah.
0: And Race just saw that while he was shitting.
2: In the wood. Ew. We have one of these in our body. Yeah, it looks like the human body is wonderful and disgusting.
1: So, Samson, something about this episode. A lot of ground was covered in this episode,
0: actually. Yeah, this—I don't know what I want to call a character growth from Aster has me intrigued.
2: Aster's son that Aster wants to stay,
3: or at least doesn't want to go.
0: Aster is changing, going through changes, reflecting. Doing, hes doing something, that's—I kind of like that. Also, Volink. Love it or Volink or how's what's the pronunciation? I have Volink. I pronounce it Volink. Volink. Finally got a lead on that. Love it. And also we fucking stealth the fuck out of that city. No problem. So love it. Yeah, that was cool. You
1: guys had like a series of really this episode in the last one of like the dice just being gorgeously on your side. Yeah. So get ready for the uh, five natural ones in a row when we get to the final boss. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out?
2: I have it on Nintendo Switch, but it's the game called Cozy Grove.
1: Oh, yeah. My daughter loves that.
2: It's so cute. You're a little girl's person scout. Yes, it's called a Spirit Scout. There's an actual name they have in the game. It's not just, we're generic Scout X, Y, Z. And it's just like a very chill, cozy vibe game where you're, I guess, washed up on an island and you just go around doing favors for, in the beginning, ghost bears. And the more favors you (laughs) do for said ghost bears... The more life they get, and they come back to life and bring color to the world.
1: And you feed a magical fire for your campfire.
2: Your fire is sentient and demands sacrifices.
1: It is a very cute game. It's a super
2: cute game. I love my little scoutlet. Mm -hmm. And they just got a DLC, like the summer update. Oh,
1: yeah. That's the one where you can get a cat, Yes,
2: you can get pets now. And so I have a rainbow unicorn cat thing in my house. In addition to my outside Mm -hmm. raven pet.
1: (laughs) Very nice. Cool. I think that's available on all platforms now, isn't it?
2: I think it is. And it's just like a super fun, chill, cozy grove vibe until like the next ones that I'm like stalking come out. There's like a night market one for cats and Coral Island. They're allegedly coming out this year, allegedly.
1: Yeah, Cozy Grove is awesome. I'm co-signing both my daughter and my wife love it.
2: It's amazing.
1: They go back and forth between that one and the, the new one that they're obsessed with.:
2: What's the new one?:
1: Grow Song of the evertree:
2: I think I've heard of that one.:
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a you're creating a garden of worlds Ooh. where you're growing worlds and then and then you're making friends with these animals and things like Very that. neat I mean, yeah. But yeah, Cozy Grove is
2: fucking awesome.
1: Is super cute and adorable.
2: It's a very chill game, but doesn't have farming if you don't want to be a farmer, which is rare. Most cozy games are what I would consider cozy games. You are a farmer because apparently they've never met a real farmer. Yes. My aunt is a farmer in South Dakota, and she's like, fuck this. I have no children. Fuck this.
1: (laughs) Well, cool. If people wanted to tell us what they think about Cozy Grove or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson?
0: Well, shit.
1: You can go to our socials
0: you can find them on Explorers Wanted.fm. you can find us on Twitter at ExplorersWanted on Instagram and Facebook you can find us at Explorers Wanted Podcast. or if you want to like do it more directly come to our Discord we have a great Discord Explorers slash Discord will bring you to our Discord also if you'd like to support us financially and it is within your means Patreon.com slash Explorers is a great place to do that and also our dice affiliate code DieHardDice Explorers Wanted check out get to person off your order For some dope ass dice okay
1: thanks bye Mm -hmm. and if you can't financially support us we totally understand best thing you could do is tell your friends tell them why they should listen to the show second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory and even better if you do both if you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh well one of the most widely circulated bits of misinformation on the internet is that during sleep, humans swallow an average of eight spiders in a year. Now, oddly, the proliferation of this notion was spurred by a 1993 article that was pointing out how gullible people were on the internet and featuring it as an example. But of course, that's not true. The reality is that spiders only crawl on sleeping humans about six times a year. And even then, it's only to lay their eggs in your warm, moist ears. (gasps) If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
3: You can find the shell of my Twitter account, at Stace Windu. But honestly, if you want to talk to me, come to Discord.
0: Oh, fuck, dude. Spiders in my ears? I'm at Slam Potato.
2: I'm T with Unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter.
1: All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye!